Welcome everyone to SaaScast, the podcast that talks you through the steps you need to future-proof your product, whether that's building the ultimate marketing team or taking your products global. Our guests will help you grow, scale up, and work smarter. Hi, Julia. Thanks so much for coming on SaaScast today. Hello, Anthony. Thank you for inviting me. It's great to have you here. Um, so before we really get into the main subject of this discussion, I'm sure our listeners would just love to know a little bit more about you, your area of expertise, and, and your kind of journey to your current position. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm uh, the CEO and co-founder of uh, SaaS platform Jeroctopus.com. Uh, which is a cloud-based, all-in-one technical SEO platform uh, for the e-commerce websites, for the digital agencies. Uh, so our company is five years old already. Uh, and how we uh, reached this moment where we are right now. So this is like uh, the usual story. If you've written all books about startups. Uh, so Jeroctopus was born from our, our own pain. Our previous company with my partner, uh, it was the job aggregator. And uh, there were a lot of like around 5 million pages over there. And uh, the organic traffic was one of the most important traffic channel. And uh, we faced the moment when uh, our SEO traffic stopped growing and no agencies were capable to do something. Uh, and we decided that we have to dive deeper into SEO ourselves because there there was no way out out there. And we faced the need to make the on-page SEO analysis of our website. And luckily, I think uh, we've got uh, one of the competitors. Right now, he's one of the competitors. Uh, we've got the offer from them, and that was like many times more than we've been expecting in terms for the budget. And um, and my partner, he's a genius uh, technical guy. He said that I can make like these some models myself to make this uh, primary analysis, etc. I said okay. He said I need three months. I said okay. He came back after three six months. And uh, we understood that this is actually uh, the 60% of the core of the platform. And two years before that moment, uh, I realized that the next business should be the SaaS model business. Uh, and that that's where we were. And we decided that 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 is the opportunity to box it into a separate business. And that's where our Octopus was born. That's really interesting because they say that, um, you know, successful SaaS platforms have to solve a real problem um, mm -hmm. or a real need, need that people have. And I suppose in your case, you recognized that through a problem that you were having with your site. And so you created a solution to to solve that problem, which then morphed into a, into a business, basically. Uh, yes, this is exactly uh, the situation uh, where we are. Uh, we've realized uh, the very important problem, the really crucial important uh, problem, uh, which was before there was no Jeroctopus. And the problem was that 
uh, the e-commerce websites, which have like more than 100k pages on a website, they do need the powerful tools to make their technical SEO because without the tools, uh, you won't be able to do anything with your technical on-page SEO. And technical on-page SEO, this is the fundamentals of the SEO. Uh, and uh, at that moment, uh, there were cloud-based uh, solutions which were uh, matching the needs for the big websites, but uh, the price was insanely high and uh, only enterprise corporations can afford such a price uh, to have these tools. That's why the main mission and the main goal uh, for us, so for me and for my partner, was uh, to make the most powerful XCL platform, uh, which is affordable to all who they need, who need them. You know, not only who can afford, and uh, and we've managed to do that. And right now, uh, everybody who has uh, the pains and the needs for the big volumes, they can afford it without paying Ferrari each month. Yeah, I think that's the great thing about SaaS and how um, much easier it's become to start a SaaS business is that, like you said, it's, we have a lot of solutions out there that now that are affordable that at one time would not have been affordable. Uh, yeah. I think, I think the SaaS revolution has really kind of helped with that, definitely. Um, that's great. So I, I wanted to talk to you today about your company because I think it's it's very noteworthy in the sense that I understand it's, it was mostly privately funded. Um, so this is a big issue for obviously for SaaS companies, especially now when SaaS startups can't rely as much on uh, investor funding. Um, can you dive into a little bit how you were able to successfully grow your organization without investor funding? Mm hmm Oh, yeah, this is uh, very interesting to uh, share this experience because uh, I totally agree with you that uh, the usual model, the usual behavior model is that we get, we have an idea, then the next stage should be the investment stage, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, we went other way and we are still privately owned company. Uh, like five years old, and last year, like the uh, Israeli company, like Similar Web, who everybody knows, uh, they really wanted to buy our solution or to become a partner, and we didn't sell. Uh, and our way is different. Uh, we and we've launched our product ourselves. So the main thing here is that um, me and my partner we have different skills. So my partner is really a technical genius guy. So he's capable to build such uh, difficult platforms, difficult architecture uh, tools as Octopus, because there are a lot of models inside. And this is about really huge data processing, huge data storing, um, managing, etc. Uh, and I'm on the other hand about all the rest. So I, I'm about um analysis of the uh, competitors of the market uh positioning uh, our solution then uh unique selling points marketing sales uh recruiting uh team development so all my, my skills are focusing here that's why uh we we were able to launch uh this product with two of us and actually 
Uh, we've been working just two of us for the first year, the whole year, there were just only me and Serge. And I was making all about like uh, sales, uh, then marketing, like uh, hiring some freelancers, writing some content marketing, analyzing the efficiency of it, etc. They were only two of us. And uh, why we decided to go this way? I think uh, from one hand, um, we are pretty self-confident people. Uh, this is not our sales business, and uh, we were successful at that job, job aggregator. So when we got uh, the Jet Octopus, we decided uh, to sell the first company because we have to focus. Uh, and um, from the other hand, so we we realized that uh, it is we do have the strong pros, we do have the strong technical predominance comparing to the existing uh, competitors. And uh, we feel confident to uh, enter the market and uh, to play the game there and to give the true game-changing options uh, to the customers. This is from one side. And from the other side, I think that maybe we are even a little bit lazy, you know, to go for this uh, limitless rounds of investments, etc. And actually, uh, we didn't have the moment of survival, you know. Uh, so we've launched the, the product ourselves because we had different skills and we didn't need the budget for employees. Uh, we've made all these first sales, first product market feeds activities ourselves, all this, a lot of tons of experiments ourselves. Uh, and uh, the economics was always growing. So since the first day, we, uh, for, the, for all these five years, we are having the growing dynamics and the dynamics uh, starting, for example, since the third year became like extensive dynamics. Uh, so we even didn't have uh, the concrete moment of survival. So to decide that without external money, we will not survive. Right, I see. So it was it wasn't like a kind of a, a big decision that you made. It was just something that kind of happened on its own. You were just kind of like let's let's start a business and see how it goes in a way. And it... uh, uh, from one side, yes, and from the other side, we. 100% uh, we're focusing on the main problem we faced that uh, the powerful platforms are not affordable to those uh, e-commerce website holders who need them. And uh, we decided to make such a platform. And when we managed to do that, uh, we had no doubts that it will work out. Just no doubts because it is absolutely reasonable. It is absolutely fair. And having more money for marketing, we would make it like many times faster. Like uh, the world uh, would have known about Geroptopus, not for the three years, but for the first year. But we were okay to make it like for the three years uh, again, because we were really, were always growing and uh, this dynamics was, uh, was satisfactory for us. Uh, and uh, that was not just the moment uh, to give some uh, share of the companies. So why? Why do we need it? So we didn't have the answer for the why. So to get some partners on board. I see. So it was it was kind of as well. I I, I guess like just faith 
in the fact that you were you knew that what you were providing was a valuable solution as well. Yes. Which is the most yes. important. Yes. The most important thing. This is the most important thing that uh, you cannot just make slightly different or like some couple new options inside because this is really easy to repeat and uh, this will not help you to survive because uh, because this is easy to repeat and that's not something. Uh, but uh, we managed to make the like vital uh, predominance uh, over the competitors. That's why we had uh, such an opportunity to enter the market and to succeed without external money. That's great to hear. Um, let's let's dig a little bit into then some of the challenges. Like you must have encountered some challenges in getting this started. I'm curious about what they were and how you were able to overcome them. Uh, as for the challenges, um, the first challenge was actually at the very uh, beginning. Uh, so uh, we are we came from the big websites so we do understand the problems of the big websites that's why uh initially we were building the platform who are covered which is covering uh the needs of these big websites of this big data uh management etc uh and uh we realized that only the crawler this is okay so we have like the fastest crawler in the market and we were lucky to get a very great uh, product review on the very first moment of launching the product from a great influencer like Unsmarty from the US market. And that, that was like the fair game. She said that I can do that, but I will tell what I think. So if I don't like anything, I will write about it. And she wrote the product review on her website. And that was just outstanding. And uh, that was really a great moment for us and for the business. Uh, but as for the challenges, uh, we realized that uh, the crawler is okay, but uh, when you have uh, the logs at hand, logs, this is the information about Google what behavior at your website. So when you have at hand the information, what part of the website is visited by Googlebot, which part of the website is ignored, and when you get the insights why it is ignored what you have to change. This is really another game. Uh, this is a deal breaker because this is not just uh, the SEO optimizations, but this is from one side, the SEO optimizations, and from the other side, you not just think hypothetically that it is good for your website, but you truly see how it impacts the Google board and he's your main customer. So you have to make the good relationships with him, first of all, uh, because it will never get indexed if Google board doesn't visit it. Uh, and if you see that these particular optimizations are really effective, you just multiply this experiment for the whole website and you get the traction, you get this growth. Uh, and we've built such a model. And the challenge was that uh, the market was not ready at all for the log files analysis. Right. And um, we've spent a lot of time selling it to potential customers and they were really passive. Uh, they were ignorant and not interested to, uh, to think about that and to try it. 
Uh, and uh, I dived deeper into the analysis of the barriers. And there were different barriers like, uh, this is not secure. Mm. Uh, uh, so we can give like our users data, etc. cetera. Uh, the log files analysis is very techy process. I have no idea uh, how to do it, where to look at and what to understand from this techy log lines, you know. Uh, these are like two uh, main barriers and uh, the analysis of these barriers uh, led us to the decision that we have to educate the market. Yeah. And we've spent like one and a half year at least educated in the market, uh, making a lot of content on search engine journal, not only search engine journal, differ different like US digital marketing websites, uh, a lot of how-tos, a lot of case, a lot of case studies, uh, educating and proving that uh, the log files analysis is secure, first of all, because we, do, we need only access logs, so only the data about the search bot's behavior and no other data is needed. Uh, then that it is tough to integrate another barrier and we have all possible ways of logs integration that's not a problem like a couple of clicks. And the most important thing is that we've made the most visualized log analyzer. So when you work with logs at Jet Octopus, you don't work with like limitless log lines uh, saying nothing to you. You work with charts, you work with visualizations, you see uh, your full size structure and you see where the Google bot is, uh, is visiting, where it is not. Uh, then you have the section uh, where crawl data is overlapped with the Googlebot's uh, data and you see how Googlebot behaves depending on different criteria, for example, depending on the number of content on the page. Uh, and for example, if there are more than 1,000 words on a page, 70% uh, of these pages is visited well, uh, or uh, depending on the number of internal linking. And this insights charts give you the exact opportunities. You see that the pages which are located not deeper than third click from the main page, uh, they are for 90% visited by bot. Or if they have at least 25 internal links, the 50% of such pages are visited by bots. Then you go to those pages which are commercial and ignored up to now, and uh, you analyze this criteria and you made this optimizations for enriching your internal linking on these pages, for optimizing the site structure, for enriching the content on these pages. And it increases your SEO traffic because the more pages becomes visited, the more pages becomes indexed by Googlebot. And of course, ranked in SERP at the end of the day, because this is the only way to go, no other way to go. And uh, that, that challenge was solved the right way because when we face this, the challenge, out of 10 potential customers for this model, only two uh, were ready to try. And after this one and a half year of uh, really uh, extensive education of the market, uh, there were out of 10, there were eight who wanted to try this, you know? And that was the really prominent challenge for us. So how did you actually go about educating the market then? What did that look like? Did you put, did you invest in ads or 
How what was no. your about this? No, uh, we've been uh, producing a lot of uh, expertise content, uh, like uh, how to make the log files analysis, uh, why it is important, uh, sh- uh, describing it on concrete case studies, uh, what uh, you can do with the help of log files analysis, which you will not be able to do without it. Uh, we've made uh, the best a log analyzer guide. Uh, the main goal for this was to make it easy to digest, you know, because I had in my mind this barrier that log files analysis is take a process and uh, I have no idea. That's why the main goal for this guide was to visualize the most, uh, the value of it uh, on different cases and to make it easy to digest uh, so not to scare it their reader and uh at the end of the day this log files and uh, guide was uh, featured uh, by alida solis in her SEO learning and she is like top influencer in our niche uh she is like the SEO woman of the world uh in 2018 if i'm not mistaken and that was also a very important moment uh, then uh, we've been making webinars with uh, influencers uh, who have the audience and they have the reputation, like, for example, Corey Tugberg. Uh, this is a very great technical SEO expert. And uh, um, we've been discussing this pros of log files analysis. We've been doing this activity. And again, uh, we succeeded to have a column on the Search Engine Journal, which is the top on media for SEO in the world. And we've been making the content there, uh, just uh, showing why uh, you cannot avoid log files analysis if you have the website with more than 100K pages because the crawl budget, like the uh, most important um, most important challenge for all website holders if there are more than 100K pages, you cannot optimize your crawl budget without log files analysis. You can have some hypotheses, but uh, they won't be so effective. And uh, you will say at the end of the day, this is SEO, it depends, you know? Uh, so uh, we did our best to uh, show the people that SEO can be predictable and can be not hypothetical. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. So education, I think, goes a long, long way when you said, as you said, the market might not be ready for your solution. I think this is a big problem that people encounter. Um, Sometimes your idea can be um, so good that people haven't actually, a lot of people haven't even thought about it yet, you know? Yes, absolutely. And uh, when you feel, you have to actually... Uh, you have to go through this product market fit stage really uh, with open ears and open eyes uh, to the feedback of the market. And uh, when you understand that uh, they don't get this value yet, uh, just uh, select the right uh, places where you want to promote it and when you want to show uh, this education materials where uh, your audience uh, is reading and uh, if it is 
persuasive, if there are persuasive case studies and arguments proving that this is not just your idea, but it is working, uh, you have success for sure. So in terms of marketing then, in terms of attracting your first customers, was that, was the most, um, did you find that the most successful strategy was this kind of influencer endorsements? or education, what what would what, what would you say was the real game-changing strategy that you employed? Mm -hmm. um, from the very first stage, our first customers uh, were on our local market and uh, we just went to their office and there was not even uh, such a, this model with log files analysis yet in the platform, uh, but we've discussed actively their pains that they cannot solve at that moment and what tools they need. And uh, it was like the after, after a classified, really huge website. Uh, and we've made a lot of tools um, out of this communication. Uh, then um, when we had already this log files analysis on the back end, not on the front end yet, uh, we've been even making uh, these audits uh, manually, so giving some uh, reports in Excel, et cetera, et cetera. And that was important stage for us this uh, to get this feedback from our target audience and to understand uh, uh, this product market feed, you know, uh, if they realize this value, if they don't realize this value. And actually that conclusion uh, also was from this tight communication uh, with the target audience. And um, as for the starting the sales, uh, the very lucky point was that uh, because uh, on the local market, it is easy to enter the office and to show and to interact, et cetera, and spend so much time as you, as they need uh, to be sure that this is the right tools, the right solution. And when you are selling to other countries, of course, it is not so easy. Uh, that's why uh, that was really lucky moment when we've managed to agree with Unsmarty on this fair product uh, review. And uh, it was a very powerful marketing uh, tool for us after that when we've got like the article posted on Unsmarty website saying that this is the fastest crawler on the market and then because she's very, very tough on technical SEO that's why she was capable to realize the value of this platform she has the experience to compare with other solutions and uh we didn't even expect for such a like thrilling feedback that we've got. And it was a big uh, moment for us because uh, she is a, one of the top influencers and uh, everybody respects her for being fair. And that's why we've got a lot of uh, registrations on a free trial, uh, people try uh, want who wanted to try and test and uh, get the idea of what is about uh, so that was a very very uh, effective marketing campaign for us and we've been using it at least for the uh, whole year 
after getting it and it was very effective during even like any LinkedIn communication when you started any communication and when you say just we've we had a lot of banners so with unsmart and different estimations of jet octopus and when you just show what unsmart says about us of course it is a good good social proof and not only social proof this is uh, the testimonial of a top influencer and of course uh, this distance uh, about like uh, who they are, their newcomers, like not interesting at all. And when you see that Unsmarty says this is probably the best on the market, of course, the interest increases and uh, brings the trials. And the important thing there was uh, to analyze how how they uh, behave on the trial, if they get this value, because our core um, core strategy and core approach is to give value up front. That's why we have seven days free trial without uh, limiting any options of the platform. You can integrate your logs, you can integrate your Google Search Console, everything that we have inside, you can set up alerts, etc. We don't limit anything uh, for you even to get this value for free because you can you can get this value even during the free trial. Uh, so it's really yeah, really crucial, isn't it? I think that, that what really um, leads customers or potential customers to convert is whether they can they can get to that value moment where they kind of get your they get your product, you know, and they're like, oh, I can see how this is gonna make a difference in my life. Um, and I suppose that's the that's real value of of trials, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, this open uh, and fair approach, when you not just name it like free trial, but give like a very tiny thing at the end of the day. But when you truly are ready and willing uh, to give to touch the whole platform and all the tools to your customer without any payment yet. We don't even require the credit card on the trial. Uh, it, it it really works effectively because they have the uh, opportunity to touch the, the platform and to get this value and without this aggressive pressure of sales to make their own decision. And uh, I always say we have such sort of uh, strategy, I always say that uh, during the trial or during the demo call, uh, you have to reach the wow reaction. And uh, when they enter the free trial and see uh, how many there are the tools and the options they can use right now without even uh, inserting the credit card, it erases the wow reaction. Yes, completely, yeah. I think you also highlighted something else, which is, um, you know, the use of this of, of the influencer to in, to endorse it. Um, I think that that highlights something really useful. I think for SaaS organizations now, we always hear about how, um, you know, modern consumers are quite savvy to kind of um, traditional sales and marketing tactics. Um, I think that what that has done is it's really elevated the value of uh, kind of thought leadership. Uh, of people, of organizations utilizing people who are experts in the field, who perhaps, you know, don't have any bias 
and our trusted authorities. I think this is something that um, that new SaaS companies can definitely learn from. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would vote, uh, when we speak about SaaS, I would vote for the content marketing. So the build, the expertise. Yeah. So the people see that uh, you are experts in this niche from the one hand. And on the other hand, I would vote for the influence marketing. Uh, and there are also like uh, specific specific things how to choose the right uh, partners to work with because uh, there are a lot of people who just make money on it and the audience can feel it as well, you know. Uh, that's why it is also because uh, when you are a startup, uh, the budgets are always limited. And of course, uh, when you pick up uh, and focusing on sub some strategies, uh, dive deeper into the you select the exact people you want to work with, uh, trying to fill uh, their presence uh, in their in the LinkedIn in Twitter uh, try to feel the value of the content because uh, I have uh, my favorite uh, partners and these are the partners who are really uh, deep at technical SEO uh, because uh, they are capable to see uh, the scale of this value because there are a lot of SEOs who are always focusing on EAT or uh, only on backlinks or only on content writing. Uh, and uh, they will not get this value as deep as technical SEOs. That's why I already have some selection filters uh, for those influencers I want to work with. But that is definitely uh, like top uh, marketing strategy for these uh, startups because they have audiences, they have reputation, and uh, if they truly share some great feedbacks on the value of the platform, that it will definitely have uh, the visitors for your websites and uh, just make the pass for uh, the touching the value really easy. The flow for this maybe a registration to a free trial or maybe some open tools where you can uh, get some value. Just make this pass easy to go. And, uh, and then this is the stage of starting the sales and different uh, stages of this communication, demonstrations, etc. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's really, really... Some really great points you've made certainly um i'm curious then what do you think um if you look at kind of the landscape of new SaaS startups today what do you think they're missing in terms of their you know because so many startups fail what are they missing what what ingredient are they missing out on that 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 you think you could take from your own life that you would tell them oh that's a good question uh actually um this is actually um, also the different approaches even to the entrepreneurship, you know. Uh, we are with my partner, such type of entrepreneurship, with entrepreneurs, uh, we try uh, to 
uh, grow organically, you know? So for example, we have, uh, that's why we make a lot of analysis where we should allocate this budget for which type of the marketing, you know? And uh, we are deeply analyzing the results, if it works or not. And uh, the uh, another really popular approach of startups, uh, especially those uh, who start their business already with some external investments, and this is not their money, uh, they are doing really active marketing campaigns, uh, spending a lot of budget for just make it loud. Yes. So to scream loudly that we are here, we are about it, et cetera, et cetera. And um, they, I think that they don't spend enough time on uh, analyzing the efficiency of this on those campaigns because they have a lot of this money and this is not their money from the one side. And from the other side, um, they are not maybe so uh, attentive to this first year of uh, the product launch uh, when you have to be very attentive in terms of your product market fit because uh, it can be only your think, your thought that this is like the best thing that is uh, over there uh, but you should be open and listening to the feedback of your potential customers and asking yourself why they don't pick why 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 so staying hungry you know staying hungry and um uh, like searching for the past uh, that's why i'm not actually uh very actively um, looking at other startups over there, I really work hard in it, Jet Octopus, and but I have a lot of friends uh, making different startups, and I know that there is another type of entrepreneurs like making everything from the first step very global, you know. So uh, if we speak about the like first stage of the marketing campaigns, we have a friend, for example, and there will be. 56 types of marketing channels, you know, not only like two for us to start. So we just picked up the content marketing to build up the expertise and the influence marketing. Uh, but 54, you know, uh, or 56, I was really surprised. I saw that list. I was really surprised. Uh, and uh, of course, it uh, uh, this uh, approach needs much more budgeting. And uh, when it is external money, these investors, uh, of course, they are waiting for the results. And uh, uh, it is very widely spread that uh, you don't reach this moment of the result uh, on time, you know. That's why I think, yes, I think that the starting point is very, very important for the deep analysis and for, for finding your path for of feeling the customer and for active experimenting and uh, deep analytics of what is going on, what is working and what has no uh, impact at all, what is doesn't work, if it is understandable or not for you, for the users. So there are so many questions you have to put and uh, search for the answer. If there is an answer, if there is no an answer, uh, you have to work on it because, for example, right now, after five years, 
Uh, our platform is really immense. There are so many tools because one of the differenti differentiations of Geroctopus is that uh, we have really uh, regular product updates and it is really uh, with high quality, additional value, etc. And right now we face the challenge that uh, the platform became really immense and for this such type of users which uh, who didn't have such deep experience working with similar tools, it can be scaring. And right now we are thinking on uh, how to make it easier to digest and make it maybe to make some modes like the um, trial mode to, you know, to see how it all works, uh, like the the usual, the usual normal mode and maybe the advanced mode where a lot of the tools will be hidden there. So we are really thinking here because we see that uh, it becomes uh, the problem and it takes time uh, for the user to get uh, all this power of the platform. That's why this is also the the question to analyze. That's why we, we love analytics. We have a lot of analytical charts. We have a lot of activity analytics of our users. And uh, and we are hungry. We are staying hungry. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's a... I think just a simple, great phrase to take away from this discussion is stay hungry. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We we are never satisfied, you know. Uh, yeah. We win another deal. So we win another, like, big brand company uh, contract, like, for two years, etc. We are really, really excited and we are proud of ourselves. But... These emotions continue not longer than a week. <laughs> then we start uh, digging and analyzing and working on that, uh, like pain points which we have, and uh, uh, we will. I know that we will keep having these pain points for a long time because uh, it is a product company, and there will be always the places for optimizations, no doubt. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for this discussion, uh, Julia. It's been really, really great. Um, just to round this off then, um, where can people um, find you? If they want to know more about this subject, they want more advice from you, they want to connect with you, where should they contact you? Yeah, sure. Uh, you can easily find me in Twitter, like Julia Nesteret, or in LinkedIn, of uh, again, Julian Estreds, I'm very active in both of these networks. I will be happy to get your feedback or questions, communication, so feel free. Thanks so much, Julia. It's been great. Thank you. Thank you, Anthony. And that was a great pleasure participating. Yeah, our audience is really going to benefit from this. Thank you for joining us on this episode of SaaScast. Please join us next time for more top insights from the leading minds in SaaS.